Prologue, Book 5, The Legend of Artigal. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Brian Barnes. The Fairy Queen by Edmund Spencer. Book 5, The Legend of Artigal. Prologue. The Fifth Book of the Fairy Queen containing the legend of Artigal, or of justice. So oft as I with state of present time the image of the antique world compare, when as man's age was in his freshest prime, and the first blossom of fair virtue bare, such odds I find twixt those and these which are, as that through long continuance of his course misseems the world is running quite out of square from the first point of his appointed source, and being once amiss, grows daily worse and worse. For from the golden age that first was named, it's now at erst become a stony one. And men themselves, the first at which were framed of earthly mould and formed of flesh and bone, are now transformed into hardest stone. Such as behind their backs, so backward bred, were thrown by Pyrrha and Deucalion, and if then those may any worse be read, they into that ere long will be degenerate. Let none then blame me, if in discipline of virtue and of civil uses lore, I do not form them to the common line of present days which are corrupted sore. But to the antique use which was of yore, when good was only for itself desired, and all men sought their own, and none no more when justice was not for most meed outdired, but simple truth did reign, and was of all admired. For that which all men then did virtue call is now called vice, and that which vice was height is now height virtue, and so used of all. Right now is wrong, and wrong that was is right, as all things else in time are changed quite. No wonder, for the heaven's revolution is wandered far from where it first was pight, and so do make contrary constitution of all this lower world toward his dissolution. For who so list into the heavens look, and search the courses of the rolling spheres, shall find that from the point where they first took their setting forth in these few thousand years, they are all wandered much that plain appears. For that same golden fleecy ram, which bore Phrixus and Hella from their stepdame spheres, hath now forgot where he was plast of yore, and shouldered hath the bull, which fair Europa bore, and eke the bull hath with his bow-bent horn so hardly butted those two twins of Jove, that they have crushed the crab, and quite him born, into the great Nemean lion's grove. So now all range, and do at random rove, Out of their proper places far away, And all this world with them amiss do move, And all his creatures from their course astray, Till they arrive at their last ruinous decay. Nay is that same great glorious lamp of light That doth illumine all these lesser fires, In better case, it keeps his course more right, But is miscarried with the other spheres, for since the term of fourteen hundred fires that learned Ptolemy his height did take, he has declined from that mark of theirs nigh thirty minutes to the southern lake. That makes me fear in time he will us quite forsake.
And if to those Egyptian wizards old, which in star-reed were wont have best in sight, faith may be given, it is by them told that since the time they first took the sun's height, four times his place he shifted hath in sight, and twice hath risen where he now doth west, and wested twice where he ought rise aright. But most is Mars amiss of all the rest, and next to him old Saturn, that was wont to be best. For during Saturn's ancient reign it said that all the world with goodness did abound. All loved virtue, no man was afraid of force, no fraud in white was to be found. No war was known, no dreadful trumpets sound. Peace universal reigned amongst men and beasts, and all things freely grew out of the ground. Justice sat high adored with solemn feasts, and to all people did divide her dread behests. Most sacred virtue, she of all the rest, resembling God in his imperial might, whose sovereign power is herein most expressed, that both to good and bad he dealeth right, and all his works with justice hath bedight, that power he also doth to princes lend, and makes them like himself in glorious sight, to sit in his own seat, his cause to end, and rule his people right, as he doth recommend. Dread sovereign goddess, that dost highest sit in seat of judgment in the Almighty's stead, and with magnific might and wondrous wit dost to thy people righteous doom arred, that furthest nations fills with awful dread. Pardon the boldness of thy basest thrall, that dare discourse of so divine a red, as thy great justice praise it over all, the instrument whereof lo hear thy Artigal. End of Prologue, Book 5, The Legend of Artigal.